G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. The Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1800 858 858. Good morning. Welcome to the Queensland Betfair Edge on this Super Saturday. Three Group 1s to be held at uh, Eagle Farm. That, of course, was Kukaracha winning the Queensland Derby last year, narrowly over Senor Toba. And uh, as I introduced my co-host, uh, Blair Gibson from brizzyraces.com.au. Gibbo, I can tell you, good morning to you first, but I'm still filthy on that result from last year. Yeah, you were a Senor Toba man, weren't you? I was all over him, and I couldn't believe he got oh. beaten by... Cucaracha, who's won, I think, one race since, which was the tails. And Senor Tober, of course, went to Hong Kong, and he's raced, I think, with reasonable success uh, up there. Yeah, I think he's gone all right, too. So, yes, good morning to you and to Brixie and to all the punters. It's It's been a while, but I tell you what, Chris, this is the best meeting we've had in a long time, and it's the first time in a while I've sort of been confident and really keen to sort of bet throughout the day. I guess it helps when you've got 10 races to, to pick <laughs> out of. But, um, you know, I'm keen. I'm keen to go, mate. Well, one thing we have got is plenty of racing over the weekend with all the uh, the rain we've had over the last month or especially the last couple of weeks. We've had all these uh, cancelled and postponed meetings, of course. Uh, we lost Doombin last week uh, later in the morning. And then we've, we haven't had a meeting in Queensland we didn't have a meeting in Queensland between uh, well, last Sunday right through until uh, until yesterday with the meetings at Rockhampton and the Sunshine Coast. The big day there, the ladies' well, oaks down the park. Yeah, half the state's underwater, but we yeah. can guarantee one thing. The three meetings this week, uh, well, well, the Friday wasn't. Saturday won't be on the cushion, the two cushion track meetings at this one. This will be this will be firm, this track, I'm telling you. Um, it'll firm? be a good four. It'll be a good four, and it'll firm up as the day goes through for sure, I reckon. Yeah. Well, a soft yep. five on Friday, no doubt, will be a good four. Should be a good four on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, it'll start today. a good four. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just drains unbelievably well, Chris. It's just incredible. So I still think it'll be – I still think you're looking for firm trackers late in the day. And Doombin, uh, just in case you'd like to know, Doombin racing on Monday, but I can report is a heavy, heavy nine – so there you go. If we had been yeah. racing, I reckon they'll get back to about it. Yeah, I reckon you're working about a seven punters if yep. you have an early look on uh, Monday, which is a really good meeting too on Monday. And of course, we've got a meeting tomorrow at Ipswich, which was held over from Thursday. So meetings all over the place, early starts all over the place. We start at ten forty-five for the Gold Coast meeting on the Poly Track this morning. Uh, that's that's probably will kick us off. And then we've got eleven oh eight. We eleven oh eight. We're running the Roses at uh, Eagle Farm. It's a pretty good race to kick off the day, isn't it? Bloody oath it is. Let's get into this derby, Chris. I'm keen. All right. Before we do that, don't forget, SEN Track is now on Facebook and Instagram as well as Twitter. And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SEN underscore track and find us on Facebook at SEN Track. And, of course, don't forget the Track Hub is on the SEN app. All right, Gibbo, you want to talk all about the derby? I think we're probably on the same page, but uh, you have the honour. Yeah, I think it'll be an even tempo, big field. You know, there's often a couple when you get the big fields like this, something will will put some speed into it at some stage, try and make it a staying test. And look, I have to tell you, I 
I thought Dark Destroyer was a nice horse. I thought getting to 2100 last start was a query for me. I actually had a tiny little distance query and wanted to see him do it. Not only did he do it, I thought he was outstanding that day, Chris. He was second last throughout. Mm. Uh, he got asked to go at the 650. wasn't just wasn't just poked along. He was asked to to really circle them. Not only did he circle them, he was wide. He just kept coming. Uh, Paternal come up the inside had every possible chance to get past his horse, and they just don't take off at the 650 and keep going at Eagle Farm very often. Uh, look, he just ticked a massive box for me that day. Gate one, he gets a fast, softer run in transit this time wherever they want to put him and. He's a bet for me around that four dollars. I, I just, I just really was taken with that win last time. Obviously, Paternal's one of the hardest to beat. You know, it was really good there. As I said, had every chance to get past, but they put a gap in the rest of them. I think they're clearly the two from that. And Pinarello's the one I wanted to be on that day, who was scratched, a slight temp, I think. Look, just not ideal when they've had the big prep in New Zealand come here, get scratched because of that. I think it's. Got the best turn of foot in the race, so I'm really respecting. Goes in exotics and uh, quaddies and whatnot, but uh, Dark Destroyer on top from probably Pinarello and then Paternal. Well, interesting you talk about uh, Pinarello. Andrew Bensley on his uh, show this week spoke to the trainer, or one of the co-trainers of Pinarello, Roger James, who said that uh, the gap between runs is no issue whatsoever. He's actually quite happy about it. So there you go, Gibbo. Don't let that put you off. Uh, drawn a yep. wide gate, and yeah, you look at uh, his runs in New Zealand. He didn't have a lot go his way in the Derby, but his win last start was very impressive. The way he attacked the line, so the trainer doesn't seem to have an issue with that gap between runs. I think it's uh, five weeks between runs. Now we've read the race exactly the same way because I've got the same numbers in the same order. Uh, tempo wise, Global Osbred for me goes forward. Red Wave and Anything, it's the right pronunciation, goes with Impel yep. Gazelle just behind them, but. I, I'm, I'm exactly with you. Dark Destroyer hit the front at the top of the straight in the rough habit, wide out, and was exposed very, very early and just kept on going. And I, too, also had a query on the distance, the 21.43 that day. But he ran it out strongly, and to my eye, he was he was stronger on the line than Paternal was. Uh, they both haven't been to the trip, but I just think that Dark Destroyer is going to prove the strongest strongest stay. They're both drawn inside gates. They'll both need a little bit of room, but you would think once we get to the home turn, this field will spread out and they'll get all over the shop. So Dark Destroyer for me to beat number 12, Paternal, and I too think Pinarello uh, can run a race. So we're both in the Dark Destroyer corner. That's good. That's what we want to hear. More of that today would be excellent. And I think we will be uh, having more of that as we go to one of the other features which is actually an earlier race, race five. The Dooman Cup, of course, held over from last Saturday. Zaki's probably a better thing this week than he was last week, Gibbo. Yeah, I, look, I'd probably rather him at Dooman, but I've got no issue with him at, at uh, Eagle Farm. He just he was just unbelievable at Dooman, but you're right. He, the main danger was going to be Polly Gray because she's an absolute duck. Mm. Gee, she opened up too short on a track that was always going to be firming up. Um, I just don't think this suits her at all anymore. Um, he's just a ripper, Zaki. He's won what, a couple of group ones and since we've seen him last up here. He's just a few. He's just a ripper. He should just beat them again. He'll go forward in a race with not a lot of speed. For those looking wider, look, I think the chosen one's way over the odds. I could nearly consider a place bet here around $6. Mm-hmm. He's a firm tracker. He's been running into wet tracks um, in Sydney. Before that, in New Zealand, he was was going exceptionally well. You know, he was fifth in a Melbourne Cup not too long ago. Um, 
he's a he's a genuinely good dry tracker, and things go his way here. Blinkers back on. I think he's the value in the race. Um, yeah, and away from that, I think all the Waller horses, all four of them, very little between them. I think Hutor, Hutor, we went through this last Hueto. time. Hueto. Um, Hueto, there we go. Hueto, he's, uh, he's the one with the upside. So for me, um, I think Zaki clearly on top, and I think the Chosen One and Hueto are the, clearly the next two, uh, and then as wide as you want after that. I thought the Ruffy Yonkers could win a, could run a race here. I didn't mind that last yeah, start. Win. He's got yeah, some form shouldn't. in, yeah, in stronger races. Uh, he doesn't deserve to be the odds that that, that he was. So uh, it's all about Zaki for me. And Yonkers maybe uh, throw in at a bit of odds into your exotics. Now, Gibbo, we'll go for a break. We'll come back. We'll have a look at the Kingsford Smith Cup. And we'll also come back and have a look at the Fred Best Classic. Now, I'm going to take you back here, Gibbo. You're going to love this. I know that we're both, and it's particularly you, are a big Wayne Wilson fan. I was a fan of Wayne Wilson. Oh, you grew best. up listening to his races. Now, we're going He's back the to the, the 2006 BTC Classic, won by a cracking filly by the name of La Montagna, who, of course, went on and won a Stradbroke. But I think this is some I of Wayne, Will, Wayne Wilson's best work, and we've cut it up a little bit, so you're really going to enjoy this as we go to the break. La Montagna's a long way off them. Century serves, surges to the lead. 100 metres to go. Pasigatera and La Montagna. La Montagna from the clouds. Holy Toledo, what a run. I'm flabbergasted by that finishing burst. Have you ever seen a win like that? Have you ever seen a win like that? And significant that she's done it on Doomben Cup Day because that finishing burst is reminiscent of the great Burnborough. The Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We've got Jonker, his trekking down the outside between them, Sabatiano, Sabato itself, late Senor Fox over on the inside, Jonker, Senor A Fox and trekking, Jonker, Senor A Fox the inside, flushing, Vega one, where's he come from, Vega one's got up and won. Vega one, of course, winning the Kingsford Smith Cup last year, courtesy of a, a handy ride, Gibbo, from Jamie Carr. <laughs> yeah, you could say that, couldn't you? Yeah, he's a ripper. He's a shame he just, uh, the injuries and that, because uh, he's very, very good on his day. Yeah, he's gone out for a break, but uh, Jamie Carr, that was, that was an exciting day, an exciting finish, and yeah, exactly. I think Josh Fleming summed it up beautifully there. Vega, one, where's he come from? And did you enjoy uh, that uh, La Montagna collage that we put oh, together? Brixie, great work by him. Mate, yeah, it was. He's just the best, honestly. He was he was unreal. It was just saying to you off air, Chris, it's just my whole childhood was just the old man with the radio on the car and all yep. you had was Wayne Wilson and it was it uh, yeah, it brings back great memories. Yeah, yeah. As you said, uh, they don't make uh, callers like that anymore. So we miss Wayne. We really enjoyed his calls and uh, I love putting that together and there'll be a few more of those. I'll find plenty more of those, Gibbo. Don't you worry about that. Now, on to uh, more important matters at the moment, trying to find a winner and we've done the derby. And, of course, we've uh, also looked at the Doombin Cup. The other group one is the Kingsford Smith, and that is race nine on the card today at 3.58 local time. Gibbo, this looks to be a bit of a similar setup to the Doombin 10,000 a couple of weeks ago. Yes, similar. Um, look, I'd like us to start bringing in when, we, when we're confident of a speed map. Chris, you, you quite often tell people what will be leading. I, 
I don't think this is this is a silly tempo by any means. I think they'll go hard early. Apache Chase will want to hold the front. Mm. Rothfire will want to go and sit outside lead, I reckon. I don't think they're going to want to just push on. I think they can find outside lead. I think Ellsberg, he's just a couple of gates inside Rothfire. I think he'll take the sit behind the leaders, possibly 11-11, not far off them. But away from that, everything wants to take a sit. You've been Chris, looking you know, at my map. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I was going to say, do you do you agree? Because to me, it looks clearly those three will roll forward. But from yep. there, everything else wants to sort of sit midfield or try and get, get some cover. So is that mm. how you see it? Yes, it is. Apache Chase leading Rothfire and Ellsberg. And that's what makes it interesting because I'm thinking that maybe the jockeys on Isotope and in Trivier may push on. Is that what you're getting to? Well, I'm, I'm thinking someone will. Uh, not sure exactly what they'll want to do because surely September run, Brooklyn Hustle, I know they sort of get back, sort of find their feet horses, but from there, not only is it a bonus if they can hold a spot for themselves, but it'll keep those others wide. So, mm. look, I'm leaning Ellsberg. I just think $20 is a ridiculous price. He, um, I think he brings some proper form here. He comes out of the all-age stakes um, behind Cascadian, 1,400. He's rock-hard fit. He's only beaten three lengths in the Doncaster. Oh, I just I just think Nash can park straight in behind that lead, get a toe, be the one shooting for home, and you know if it's hard to make ground or they have got it soft up front, geez, I think you'd be hard to run down at $20. So it's Ellsberg for me. Um, I think Apache Chase can sort of run a race, but um, I think Brooklyn Hustle's going better than a lot think. I know people knock her, but I think she's a beauty. She was a mad bias against the last time. I thought she was one of the better runs of the day there in Adelaide. So. I agree. No, knock and trivia, um, Paul Laley. I think they can they can both win. But look, just off the map, it's Ellsberg for me. I'll be having something Ellsberg, uh, my main bet, and I will just have something on Brooklyn Hustle as well. If in uh, had in trivia have drawn a, a decent gate, I'd have her on top, no doubt. Look, they may yep. push forward, they may find a spot. I don't know where they're going to from that gate, so I can't. So I'll put Paul Laley on top. I think back on top of the ground is a big plus for him. Uh, his run in the ten thousand was obviously good, so he, he gets the uh, nod from me. I'd like to back both. Uh, 12 and 13, he can show a profit. And the other one you mentioned, Brooklyn Hustle, I think he's got a great chance here. And and I agree, from gate number five, before any scratchings, there's no reason why Jamie Carr has to have this mare back last. If she can settle no. around midfield, she's got a big, strong finish, and she races well in Queensland, she is not without a chance. So i definitely include her as well. So it's going to be a great race, the Kingsford Smith Cup. Whether it will be as exciting as last year's finish remains to be seen, but... I don't think we'll be uh, too far away. Now, we open up the day. We'll go back to race one with the ANZ Bloodstock News, the Roses 2100. Now, we did cover this race last week. I haven't changed my mind. I've got Smirk on top of Barb Raider. Well, look, I think there's very little between probably five of them. But, yeah, I've got Smirk just on top. Just that we mentioned last week, just that sense of timing about her. So, um, I've got her on top of Barb Raider, who's far more suited. I, I thought it was a risk last week in the wet, but far better suited on the dry today. And then I think Biscayne Bay, Lavilli, and Gin Martini could all win without surprising. Um, but, yeah, nine on top from one, but not super keen, me. Race two, the Living Turf Premier's Cup, 2,400 metres. A tricky race, Gibbo. Good to see Flash R back in Queensland after some really good form down south. Still trained down south, but visiting. Uh, Stardome over Flash R for me, but it's not a race I'll be getting too involved in. Yeah, I'm keen here. I'm keen. Good, good. Um, and I think it's an easy one to read. Cedar Power will push forward, but I think Splendiferous from 14 and Spirit Ridge from 15 will both also push forward, and I think Splendiferous will go on with it and lead. Still, Prince comes across with them and probably sits on the back of Spirit Ridge. I, 
I like this map a lot. I think they can then slow them down and, and go as they like. And still, Prince, he's a ripper. He's a Geelong Cup winner. He's been a couple of Melbourne Cups. Um, fourth up, last start, he won at Flemington. Nash on. Gee, I, I think he's a bet for sure. Still, Prince, I think he's one of the best of the day. And I think Splendiferous is the forgotten horse at double figures. I'll be making her a winning result also. Um, last start, she was a lot better than it looked, Chris. You read it and you, you think she's been beaten a fair way, but... They went about 15 lengths quicker than the benchmark to the 600. And then when the pressure went on, Preble decided to go early. Absolutely crazy. I thought she was really brave. So good bet, Steel Prince. Splendiferous, a winning result also. Excellent. Very keen Steel Prince and uh, having something splendiferous. I'm, I'm glad you're keen on that race because I'm not, which is excellent. Race four, this is a cracker. The 4X BRC size produce over 1,400. Unfortunately, we're not going to see political debate, but we will see him on Monday at Doombin. Once you take him out, it becomes very open. Hang about, have we skipped a race here? Uh, we going, oh, we yeah. going race three? No, we'll do it. We'll go to the Lord Mayor's Cup, 1,800. Yeah, we could. But we'll, no, we'll do this one, then we'll go back. Okay. That was my okay, plan, do you believe me? Okay, okay, okay. No, I'm with you, though. Just look at us. See how we just wing it? I love it. Um, all right. Um, yeah, political bait was clearly the one. They'll be absolutely spewing. Yep. Um, look, I think Resonator could be something special. The little query is been winning 1,200 tight tracks, wet tracks. Yeah. Firm track, big track, 1,400. Um, I just love the way that when challenged, he's really found and... Just looks like a good horse. Will be rock hard fit from this day. We know what they're like on their leaders. They just keep finding. So, look, I think Resonate is very hard to beat. I think the one that is a bit forgotten here is the top, the toppy, Twin Stars. Loved what I've seen over in Adelaide. Every run's been good. Can sort of roll forward, go back. Um, not great out of the gates, but from four, I'm sure they'll punch up McAvoy and just sort of sit on the back of this speed and, and get the perfect run. If he can handle Eagle Farm, he can win it. There's no doubt in my mind. So... Look, I don't know how I play this race. To be honest, I think um, I think I'll back Resonator and Twin Stars. I, I, you know, if you can get sort of five dollars and ten dollars about the two of them, happy to back them. I think Robusto can improve, and you know, Swiss Exile's been good. You can name another half dozen, but yeah, I'll be backing one and ten, Chris. Yeah, it's a great race, uh, and you've got the likes of Victory Moments, who's up in grey but been slaying them uh, both runs this time in. It looks a really different horse now. Uh, Ringmaster, who fell in at the uh, Sunshine Coast on the Poly, but he's not a leader, so. Many chances. I like you like twin stars. I think the efforts in Adelaide have been really good. Good gate for McAvoy. Gets a nice run. So I'm going to have something twin stars. And I'm also going to have something number nine, Liberty Steps. I really like what I've seen in Melbourne. Unfortunately, draws a horror gate. So we'll give them a big start. But stepping up to 1,400 suits here. So I'll have a few dollars on both of those. Now, we've got to go back to race three quickly. Uh, the Lord Mayor's Cup, 1,800 metres. Was that because you wanted to make Duke on a good thing? <laughs> no, it was not. It most definitely was not. Uh, we talk speed maps, and look, this is just this is simply the speed map better the day for me. I, Big boy, I, Roy. I just wanted, yeah, I wanted to be on Zaydani the whole time. She's been so good to me that horse, and she's ready to win. But but there is just no speed. There's no. none. Um, bar big boy Roy, he jumped well last time, and they held him up because of so much speed inside. He'll cross them here. There, there is no doubt. J Mac can just lead them for however he wants. He can ride the horse. Um, yeah, the only one that could push forward Star and Michelin, Nitmis is a start anyway, so it'll probably be buried at yep. the back. I just think he dictates the way he wants J-Mac, and although I don't like the horse, I have to be on him because he can just ride him as he likes. I think the dangers are Zaydani and Hungry Heart, just a matter of where they get to, but um, yeah, this is his chance, big boy Roy. Fourth up last, pre uh, last prep was 
Magic Moons Day, 1800, lead bolted in. Fourth up, 1800 here. We'll lead. Let's hope he bolts in. Yeah, I don't disagree. I got him in for second because my heart's still with Dukon, and I'm going to forgive that last start run. So back both of those here. Dukon can improve sharply, uh, but big boy Roy, if they leave him alone like the map says, he's going to be very, very hard to beat. Now, we've done race five, so we need to move on to race number six, Gibbo, and it's the Mullins lawyer's Fred Best. 1,400 metres, a cracking race. Can start Tontes bounce back? Oh, she most definitely can. Um, I think she's short enough off that last effort, but Jamie Carr's a big plus. Oh, look, this is hard for me to steer anyone, Chris. Oh, oh, any of maybe seven could win it, but um, the one I really wanted to be on was flying crazy yeah. from sort of just... Would have loved just a better gait. I, I just... He's airborne at the moment, but all of a sudden you think, well, start Tontes and that may actually be in front of him. But mm, look, I have put him on top, but it's hard to sort of bet from these gates. The map really has thrown me now. Um, I might try and let you steer punters into something. Here. No, well, I'm sticking with start Tontes. That run last time, missed a start too far back, then found a bit of trouble halfway down the straight. That dulled her finishing momentum. And look, her form prior to that had been outstanding. So she gets the nod from me. I think Battleton's one that can uh, run a race here. She's got some pretty good form. And the first start run will, will certainly strip it fitter here. So I'm with 16. Uh, I think 10's in with a chance as well. We've done race... Uh, no, we haven't done race 7. This is the Tab BRC Sprint, 1,300 metres. And a cracking race, this one. Uh, take your pick here. But the horse that I was keen on last week, Gibbo, that didn't start, I'm still keen on this week and has been very heavily backed. Oscar Zulu. Well, tell us why. Well, his run first up at Gosford was good in the uh, takeover target. He was coming into the race beautifully, and he ran into trouble, and that basically put an end to his chances. He would have been right in the finish there, and his previous form was good. He's been quite consistent of late. He's won on all types of ground. He gets the inside draw. He gets Karen McAvoy, and he'll be settling around midfield or so in a race that looks to have good speed. And he's got a great chance. His odds are shortening. Jump on. Yeah, no, no, you make a very good case, and I've, I've got no knock on the horse. Again, it's another race with probably six, seven winning chances, but gee, I, I can't jump off Soxagon. I, no. I think it suits him perfectly. The speed outside that have to push on, I think there'll be a really good tempo. Brad Stewart doesn't have to use a penny on Soxagon. He can just land third, fourth pair, wherever he wants to be. I thought the demolition job at the Gold Coast was, was an outstanding win. Um, he loves this track. He just ticks every box for me. So as much as I can find a lot of other winning hopes, you know, if he's around six, seven dollars, he's an each way bet all day for me. Soxagon, I think he's probably the best value of the day. Yeah, I got him in for second. I don't disagree with you there. So a couple of good value bets for us there. You Soxagon, me Oscar Zulu. Race ten is the Magic Millions Helen Coglin Stakes, twelve hundred meters. We better shoot through this, Gibbo. I'm going with number twenty, Tahitian Dancer, who I thought was a very good run last time. Back on the uh, firmer ground will certainly suit. And drawn well for Jamie Carr. How do you want a 50 to 1 pop to finish yes. the day, Chris? We might be looking for that. Majestic shot, number eight. Um, gee whiz, this it just has to be the wrong price. Uh, she was beaten three starts ago in a group two. She was beaten three by Bella Nipatina, who's a genuine group one horse. Uh, then rolled by Blondo and the boys two starts ago at Gosford, running third in a listed race. Uh, and then last start, went to the Group 3, led them up. 1,400 was just too far. The run was was far better than it reads on paper. Uh, back to 1,200, rock-hard fit, can go forward or sit back. I have no idea why this is 50 to 1. Beautiful. And I'm 
pretty keen to have a bet too. So I'll, I'll be backing Majestic Shot, $50, of, sort of 50 to win, 10 the place. Um, and then I think April Rain and Najmati are, are the next best, and they sort of go in everything I do. But, um, yeah, I think that's the wrong price. Majestic Shot in well, the last. Majestic Shot wins. They'll be cheering you around the Gold Coast as uh, as they do every few weeks. Yeah, yep. I accept cash presents and uh, jalapeno salsa. <laughs> On that note, we'll go for a break. We'll be back with Tom Haylock. Bang back from a man in Brussels. He was six foot four and full of muscle. I said, do you speak my language? The Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. It's great to hear that song every week, Gibbo, isn't it? Don't you just love this time of the week? Puts a smile on your face knowing who's coming up. Not That song can never not put a smile on your face. I might put it on in the car on the way home. Anyway, um, Tom, good morning to you. Oh, it's great to be here. Yes, thank you, guys. Warm welcome, as always. Another big weekend of racing ahead, three great ones, and a, a big week of sport that's gone by too, boys. Yes, and speaking of sport, you can find better odds on AFL, plus a lot of other sports on Betfair, and play your way. But if you're having a bet... Do so responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Now, Tom Gibbo's uh, got a question for you right off the mark. He's right into you. So yeah, here we go. We just we just Ooh. finished the preview, Tommy, and I, I'm telling him, get on Betfair. Who knows what they're going to put up in the last race, Majestic Shot. I'm just keen to get your opinion, obviously being our, um, our Sydney expert, because I, I'm a big fan of April Rain. I think she's got a lot of upside back on top of the ground. I thought 1,200 might have been a bit short for her, but this Majestic Shot looks like it can sort of sit anywhere, and it just seems the wrong price to me. Yeah, Gibbo, um, I agree with you. Um, I think she's a, a massive price. The 51s they put up, or 61s even, was a huge price. Um, it's a really good race. Obviously, a big Sydney presence here. You've got Volpine, Written Beauty, um, a couple down from Melbourne as well, Dirty Thoughts. And April Rain's an interesting horse, 14 back to 1,200. But Majestic Shot, complete forgive um, last start off that 1,400 metres on the backup. I don't think she handled the backup. Um, she may not have handled 1,400 metres. So she had a bit against there. If you put a pen through that, her run two back was enormous um, and probably goes close to winning. And if she wins that and beats Blondieu in that uh, takeover target, she doesn't start 51s or 61s here, Gibbo. So I I agree with you. I think she's a big price, and I've had something on already. Oh, there you right. go. Well, our follower's going to be on that. So you, you guys are going to be... can't eat value sometimes, guys. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to be heroes if this... So this I can't wait, yeah. Oh, well, there's a couple of minutes next week. We can replay this conversation. Yeah, over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> now, uh, Tom... Yes. <laughs> Tom, how was your uh, week last week? Uh, Gibbo and I had a clean sheet, didn't tip a loser. 
We did really, really well because we had no meeting. But uh, it looked to be – I did have to watch some of those Rose Hill races last week, and I can tell you what, it was a struggle watching them. I hate to think what it would have been like trying to tip a winner in them. Yeah, well, I laid April Rain last week, and she didn't win, so that was a good result. Um, <laughs> Another winner. Rose Hill. <laughs> Rose Hill, what a what an average meeting that was last week. I, I tipped yep. about eight seconds. Um wasn't fun watching either. A lot of horses loomed up like they go straight past the horse on the inside and they might have been in the wrong lanes there. So, yeah, it was a pretty painful watch, but um, hopefully we've got a few winners this week. They're not good those days. I mean, we lost we lost uh, Doombin, we lost the Gold Coast, we lost Newcastle, and we really didn't have a lot to look at, did we? I don't like those days. Oh. No. Morfittville was on. Oh, Morfittville was good. Was a, yeah, Morfittville was a great meeting. It was meeting. a brilliant day. Yep. I was I was there, not a cloud in the sky, typical Adelaide. <laughs> um, didn't find the winner, Lombardo, but um, other than that, it was a really good day. Yeah. Um, great day of racing there in Adelaide. You were trackside with all your fans? I was trackside, Selfies. yes. Um, got Dad in the mounting yard for the Goodwood. He was pretty happy. Yeah, so. that's good. He told me off air he went through two Sharpies. <laughs> you don't sign these days, don't you? Just get photos. Everyone takes photos. It's selfies these no, days. The, the sharpies for the Sydney scratchings. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you go last week? I haven't had a chance to play, but I usually I, play back the show before today's, but I haven't. I can't remember to be honest, mate. I not that good that, then. That long since I've had a few reds at the Barossa since then. So um, yeah, it's. Uh, I can't remember. Couldn't have been too good, but we move on. Um, I'll tell you what. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've touched on this already, but the golf, the USPGA. Oh, have you touched on this already? Gibbo's still no. winning. No. No, I'm still hurting a bit. I, I did get the win, but the runner-up runner was worth more to me. Yeah. Well, we backed – I said. I think I said on this show last week, we backed um, our man Zalatora's first-round leader, and he bogeyed the 18th <laughs> and was one shot off the pace after first round at 15. So that wasn't a good start. But I've got some stats for you on this, and mm-hmm. Kibbo knows full well if you don't if you bet on golf and you don't bet on golf uh, bet on Betfair, you're doing yourself an injustice. True. It's the best place to bet. Yeah, buy a mile on golf. 100%. Never an issue getting on. Huge prices, but some stats, boys. Um, Mito Pereira, five hundred and ten dollars into two hundreds before round one. So you could have got five hundred and ten there. He traded as low as a dollar twenty seven heading into that final hole. Wow. And and he capitulated, he uh, double bogeyed and dropped out of it, didn't make the playoff. But imagine if you got 510 and you laid off at $1.27, free money. That's brilliant. Um, wow. Your man, Will Zalatoris, Gibbo, 55s into 44s at the start and traded as low as $1.50. He got beat. Um, so that's two. We had $1.27 and $1.50 in the golf, and they both got beaten. But Justin Thomas is a talking point. $26 he traded at um, pre-round one. Huge price for him. He was seven shots off the pace heading into the last round, boys. And amazingly, he traded $790 oh. on Betfair. And there was wow. $24 traded on at $500 plus heading into that final round. Wow. Some big numbers there. So, so Mito was 500 Was I think his name's Mito. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Mito. Um, he was $500 into 200 before he teed off. Correct. Wow, yes. where'd that so money come some from? Money Someone had him. some idea that he was going to play well. Oh, I know someone. Jeez, that I hope him. they laid so, some off. Uh, yeah, he'd be. Imagine you tipping him and you can't claim the victory, even though he traded a dollar twenty-seven. Sickening, but uh, yeah, amazing. Gibbo, you shouldn't be upset really, because uh, if he hadn't have did what he did on the last hole, you wouldn't have collected anything, unless you backed him, which I don't think. I you tell did. you what, his his tee shot on the last. That was the swing. Jeez, it reminded. 
is the only swing that looked like mine all week. <laughs> yeah, he was chopping he wood. He stopped halfway through. <laughs> <It's> terrible. <laughs> you got to feel for him. Jeez, he played so well all week. It, and I tell you what, the thing that changed that before we get back on racing is that roll of one, that ball rolls one more time on the seventeenth and drops. Mm. He's got a two shot lead. I reckon he takes three wood and swings through it beautifully. But just having the one shot, I think he he stuck with the driver, and it's a it's a cruel sport. Now, so we can follow the golf through this weekend, Gibbo. Who are you on this week? Uh, Davis Riley's my best result. Yep. Um, yeah, so I think he's around it. And then sort of Max Homer, but uh, a few of mine didn't have the best starts this week. So Davis Riley's my best result, and he had a good start too. Homer started well. He's up there. Yeah, he's all right. He's, he's around the money. But, uh, yeah, Davis Riley's the one I'll be cheering. He was, uh, I think I averaged about $65 in. Beautiful. Well, back to business, can Tom. I give you, can I give you another stat, boys, just yeah, real yeah, quickly? Please. Tuesday night, race one at Punchestown overseas. Longest price ever winner in Britain and Ireland history. Um, amazing. He was $300 in the corporates. Guess what he paid on Betfair? $1,000 Betfair starting price. Wow. $1,000. $1, wow. wow. Amazing. How is that? I can't get my head around that. You do see the thousands up there, but you don't often see them win. Well, you've never seen them win until now. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Never seen anything like it. Did you there back you go. it? Let's Tom? get the business, boys. Did you back it? No, I didn't back it. No, I'm not that good. All right. I backed a couple of $900 winners, but not the thousand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sad. Uh, just before we go for a break, uh, Tom, Eagle Farm uh, this afternoon, anything you like from a southern viewpoint? Well, we've touched on majestic shots. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm laying uh, no, on don't, Chittier no. and Pulele. Is that your lay of the day? Oh. No. Because we're not up no. to that stage yet. So that's okay. These are on Trivier and Pulele. On Trevier and Pulele, I'm against those. I think there's some value around them. There's some genuine Group 1 horses in that. Um, it's a very Sydney feel about that race. But yep. oh, I can see pride of I, law of indices running really well. Even Ellsberg maps quite nice. He's a trier and September runs back in form. So I just think that the two coming out of that Derman 10,000 are too short. And just the way that race was run on the heavy track, this is a different setup. I'm, I think they're too short. I think it should be about $8 in the field there. Any love for Oscar Zulu? Uh, nope. Yeah. No, no. I don't know. Um, one, one of your favourite horses, it goes all right, Oscar Zulu. You mentioned him last week. Um, well, he didn't run yeah, last he's, week. He's, no, that's true. Uh, he's, uh, just say it'll run a good defense. second to Soxagon. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, we'll go for a break. When we come back from the break, we'll get our best bets, etc. for this afternoon. The Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Just before we get to our best bets uh, for today, just something I've been thinking about a couple of times while I was driving along lately, Gibbo and Tom, especially you, Gibbo. The intro there, the uh, the Queensland Betfair Edge or the Betfair Queensland Edge with myself, yourself, and that's it. We don't mention Tom. Do you think he should be brought into the intro? you think that's only fair? 100%. Okay. Yeah. I'll have a word yep. too. Tommy Laylock. Yeah. 
power. You are going to stay with us, Tom. You're not going to take up another offer anywhere else. I think you should just change the whole intro to Thomas the Tank Engine music. (laughs) (laughs) A whole show about you. Yeah. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Tom Haylock, half hour. <laughs> That's right. Half hour? <laughs> half hour. Okay. And the oh, other two clowns yeah, the other Let's half. make it two hours. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Best bets for this afternoon. Tom, take it away. Uh, Randwick, race nine each way. A horse uh, called Kalino, number 16, race nine, number 16. Now, um, I'm with him. He's been gelded. He trialled enormous um, since we last... Saw him, this horse. I think his form was good enough to be um, a, a major player anyway, and I think he's gone on another level here, Kalino. Um, some good people tipping French Marine as well. I'm a bit wary with the weight drop of French Marine, but, gee, I think Kalino's a nice play here. Barrier 3, 53 kilos, first up um, on the back of a, a fantastic trial. So he's my best, race 9 number 16. Gibbo. Where are we? Um, it's pretty hard to, like, to find the best was, bet, was... isn't it, today? Sorry. I was looking at Tommy's. No, no, not for me. I've gone too far here, Chris. I'm a bit worried at how many I've got. Uh, Race two, number three, Steel Prince. I think he should be winning. Just make sure number 12, Splendiferous, is a little winning result at double figures as well. But pretty keen, Steel Prince, race two. Race three, number seven, Big Boy Roy. Look, he's not one of mine, but this is his race. He's a one-out leader for J-Mac. Very hard to run down. Race seven, number five, Soxagon. You can getting seven or eight dollars bet fair. He's the best each way of the day, and in the last race ten number eight majestic shot. Just a, a silly price that you have to be having something each way on. Goes in everything. They're mine. Fantastic. I'm going with my best bet. Race seven number thirteen Oscar Zulu each way. Race one number nine Smirk each way. Have something on Jukon. I know he probably won't win race three, but he might. And if he doesn't, he'll run a place. And where else will I go? Race six, number 16, Star Tonte. So, as I say, it's hard to just label a good thing today unless you're tipping Zaki, and we're not going to do that. So, plenty of value around the selections today, especially in that last race, Gibbo, with your tip in the last at big, big odds. All right, let's go around the grounds. Gibbo, what do you like around the place? Anything on the on the uh, poly at the, the Gold Coast at Sunshine Coast meeting? No, the one that interests me around the grounds this week, I just want to Caulfield race four. Mm. Uh, horse we know quite well, Coco Rocks. Yep. She's um one she's, of yours. Fifty-eight and a half yeah, fifty-eight and a half's just a little query, but she's just got the great pattern. She'll just you know, she can lead. If they want to go silly, there is a few with speed outsider. She can just take the box seat. Um you'll see a few races before if it's playing to the front or fence, you know, six fifty each way her, she'll give you a sight for sure, Coco Rocks. So yeah, she interests me. So nothing for the Gold Coast meeting? No, no. Sure? Yep. <laughs> Tom, around the grounds? <laughs> I get a feeling there's something there, but he's just not he's just not telling us. I, that, I was, that was I'm the most scintillating radio you will ever, ever hear. I'm not, um, not a massive fan of the cushion. Sorry. Polly. Polly, exactly. um, that's there you go. Uh, can I go, guys? Yeah, please. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, Coco, Coco rocks. I agree. I, I think give I, I think out of the mark. She's one of mine. I black booked her, and she was down and running Sydney. Thought she was a chance in Sydney. Down here, firm track. I think she's a major player. I'm saving on Jezelenko there. Um, this horse is trialled up really You're well beauty. for Matthew Allen as well. So. Tommy two play in rows four, Coco Rocks and Jezelenko there, you beauty. Um, <laughs> I haven't got much else for you up uh, up your way, so um, that'll do me around the grounds. Um, oh, 
Actually, have something, um, McEwen. McEwen, um, race two at Caulfield, number 11 as well, trialled well for Peter Moody. That's not the old McEwen that used to race up here, is it, Gibbo? Or have no, Tony Gollins, McEwen. I thought it went off for a, do a show jump. Oh, debutante. Debutante. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it must be different. Yeah. No worries. Uh, I'm going to go to Clifford Park this afternoon. Clifford Park, Toowoomba, where the action kicks off at 4.45. And I'm going with race seven, number six, licensed and ready. And race eight, number five, epic love. Now, should I mention that I did tip one at Toowoomba last week? It paid uh, $5.50 winning the second race. Mill Rosser. So uh, there he goes. pump up my own tyres for a change. Uh, I'll let you know that anyway. Now, we need to talk about... And if about you don't mind, race. that's a darn good tip by me. No, wrong one. Oh, <laughs> no, that's you giving yourself a rap. <laughs> yeah, I like that. We've got a lazy <laughs> intro. We're just going to go with it. Sale. Nah, never a chance. Then came Super Giant. He'll never win. <laughs> and he has <laughs> the best. Okay, Lays. Tommy. Uh, I'm going up your way. Queensland, um, you can tell me if I'm wrong here, but uh, race seven, number 16, Taxu. Uh, this yeah. horse, I'm a big fan of this horse. I'm a big fan, big fan of this horse on wet tracks leading in Sydney. There's a lot of speed in this race. Um, firm, Eagle Farm, big track, I don't think will suit, and I think you'll find a couple coming over the top of him late. Gibbo. Yeah, well, I've stolen. I've got him before, Tommy, with Majestic Shot and Coco Rocks. He's backed me up on. I'm backing him up here. Race 7, number 16, Taxu. Everything Tommy just said. So, I look, I'm prepared to probably play Slam. I think it's a good race, and he's just, just not a dry tracker. I am going with one that you tip, Gibbo, and it's uh, race 4 in the size, Resonator. So, I don't think you'll be very happy with me, but Resonator is number. If I can find it here. Where is it, Gibbo? 10. 10. Resonated. I, I don't mind that as well, Chris. Off uh, off a Canterbury and a Gosford win on heavy tracks. Yes. Um, complete different setup here. And going up 200 metres and drawing a wide gate in a race where there looks to be a bit of pressure up front. Oh, I've just got my doubts late whether Resonator will be able to see it out. So that's my lay for this afternoon. Now, we've spoken a bit about sports betting. Uh, anything else you want to add to that, guys? Any, uh, any NRL, AFL? We've talked about golf, tennis, French Open on the TV at the moment. How's the market there? Nadal, is he still in it? Still happening. No idea. I'm not, sure I'm not a big tennis, tennis fan, but you can bet yeah, on Betfair. No. You can get on yeah, Betfair. Yeah, you can bet on it, yeah. Not a tennis fan, Gibbo? Yeah. No joke? Wait a minute. No, not, What's happened to not Tom's really. joke? I'll get it back. Can you bring it I'll, back? Because we really... i ask a few... Go on. I'm getting, yeah. a, I'm getting a lot of... i uh, ask a few of my girlfriends, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're not stopping That's his joke. That's his joke. <laughs> we're getting a lot of uh, emails and calls. I'm getting calls all week about your joke, so I need to uh, make sure you do it again because the calls are starting right, to I'll drive. Back. Yeah. All right, well, I hope you have uh, a great day on the punt, guys. To all the listeners yeah, out there, legends. I hope they do. And we will catch you same time, same place, next Saturday morning on the Queensland Betfair Edge. Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Tyre Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit tyrepower.com.au now.